Wonderful. Okay, cool. I think we're good. <laughs> so, uh, Grift, Grift Shop at Grift Shop is a uh, Twitter user who um, makes clothes. He designs T-shirts and things, and okay. um, yeah. he also has done several podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. He, much like myself, is a lightning rod for controversy on Twitter.com. Oh yeah, and also <laughs> um, has done some very. Uh, long-term grifts to the point where you would think that it was not a grift like selling a uh selling a fake cryptocurrency based on <laughs> seed oils um, <laughs> so is that what that is is that what I, that i'm, I'm yeah. shocked that, that people were i really missed the boat on that scam <laughs> yeah i mean honestly i would think that uh if you just take those words and put them into a blender it still won't make sense or it'll make just as much sense the other way around grift grift is a man he is a man like all of us okay uh, yeah yeah he I, is flesh and blood and he and he walks the earth uh yeah because I, I i followed him for like close to three years now and i still do i'm still mutuals with him and he's he's kind of shifted in like the last year with like nfts into like weird NFT I mean, posting, and I've been that, very confused by his now like, I'm posts on Grift, in the last year. Grift shop underscore X Y Z. Nope, nope. Dip, uh, nope Grift guy. Okay, that led me down Okay, what's his name? Sorry, pardon me. Uh, Grift shop. So it's Grift S H zero P. And oh. uh, what what I love about Grift, uh, you know, especially like you know, podcast solidarity, all of that fun stuff, yeah. is that as someone who is a lightning rod for the, uh, just you know developing a story and an experience first and foremost, um, I understand that you know he, he comes under fire under a lot of things and you know it's got a lot of like problematic mutuals and things like that. Uh, the best one to one I can make is that he's the closest that I think we in the left Twitter space have to like a Neil Strauss making the game um, going into the world of pickup artists and things is kind of like what Grift is doing, but in the world of NFT spaces and like women posting L's and all of that (laughs) of where like there is, you know, obviously a sense of like camaraderie and um, uh, of companionship with a group that might be viewed as problematic, but there's still like a clear delineation and line in the sand of where I do believe he's just trying to get the experiences and things like that. So of the world, I'm sorry, in the world, but not of the world as my, uh, religious background would would say interesting and what is your <laughs> handle uh my my handle uh doesn't exist on twitter because you know I, I, fu- no wonder i, I don't know you Ed, this I is like a to- psychic <laughs> dolphin garage from the football chat man oh okay thank yeah, you i thought yeah, that yeah. i thought it might be but they don't call kelton on there and i really don't have great object permanence <laughs> it's okay it's it's okay I, say, Ed, I thought i thought you and you and you and kelton knew each other i thought that you guys yeah we're in the football chat we do now my phone is <laughs> Yeah, I, Ed, Ed has beaten me numerous times in, in football, so uh, <laughs> it, it's always a joy. I uh, could not to, imagine playing Madden who, online. I'm already losing in, like, rookie. Who, uh, in, the, like, the who, horribly who league league, season where I, I don't remember. Like, you guys are both in the pages, right? Trade. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, it, it was uh, someone who didn't lord it over us, so how yeah. am I supposed to know? What, it's man, what the fuck's the point of winning a fantasy league if you're not going to be a total cocksucker about it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the what's the point of by... even losing in fantasy if you're not going to make death threats and get exactly. banned by the, the next year? Come on now. So yeah, I really, I did think about doing a bit where I was going to be like, this Damar Hamlin shit is just bullshit. <laughs> and like, I think we I need to allow next week and get like really fucking like 
gnarly <laughs> pissed off and be like, oh, no, that money is mine, all right? I was going to win this, and then they close the NFL. Bullshit. And just go off and then, like, leave the chat. Hey, Ed, And then uh, I realized what- at the end of that bit, there was no way I'd ever prove I was joking. Yeah. Well, Ed, what, what if I were to tell you that there is a format in uh, fantasy football called Dynasty, and I have oh, witnessed no. several people decide that they were going to abandon their shitty Dynasty teams in the name of Damar Hamlin. <laughs> oh, my God. So That's why they were yeah, leaving dude. the Stranded. So guy nearly <laughs> dies on the field, and I, like, there were definitely people who were like, yeah, this is a conspiracy to stop me winning $500. <laughs> so we can't we can't get to we can't get too far with using phrases like dynasty league without um, explaining them to our, our dear sweet juniper who is sure. just along for the ride yeah, and also so the audience <laughs> surrogate. Uh, yeah, but so a dynasty league is a fantasy football league. So typically in a fantasy football league, you um, have a draft every year mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. pick the new players every year. But a dynasty league, you hold on to those players, and then the draft is just for the new players who are entering oh. the league and an opportunity for more trades and things. And so if you're stupid leagues, like me, every year when you do the draft, you think that you won and that you're going to go to the playoffs and you're going to kick ass. And then about <laughs> ooh, three to six weeks in, you realize that you fucked up and you suck and you're stupid. <laughs> and then there is me, the ultimate drafter, in that I realized we were drafting about two hours after it had done it for me. And <laughs> yeah. then it's still yeah, you got uh, auto-drafted. You ended up in the playoffs, didn't you? I, no, I literally got to the final. And I lost right. because the That's Damar right. Hamlin thing happened and they shut down that game. <laughs> oh, no. That's oh right. God. Oh, my God. That's is the only how, thing I know about this This is how punished I am. Because be, so, so I'll just be – I'm just going to lay this out on the, on the table before we really get started. I know, mm-hmm. I know literally nothing about football. Damar Hamlin's watched... the guy who nearly died, whose heart stopped on the football field after a yeah, bad that's, hit. Yeah, that's that's the one thing this year that I do know is that whole ordeal okay. because that was, of course, went like that was for, like for international news. That was like huge. Hashtag died nothing. suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Obviously. Sorry for for non-football fans. Uh, the the reason that the Whopper song has been memeified so much oh is because of God. the Demar Hamlin thing because they kept cutting from a live feed where they were trying not to show a man no. who was legally dead for nine yes. minutes, and it was cutting to the Whopper, 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 Whopper. Whopper, Whopper, yeah. I remember in the chat we were talking, like, I think some, I don't know who it was, somebody was like, holy shit, I think, like, somebody just died. So, like, I, like, was, I kind of, like, not, I, I fast walked into to my living room so I could see what was going on on TV, and then I see, like, all the players standing there, like, crying and shit, and then there's, you know, the paramedics, and then immediately, like two seconds after I stepped in my living room, it cut to the Whopper song. And I was like, this, it felt like I got a fucking concussion, dude. You, like, you were I like, like, I don't know yeah, how to react yeah. to this. This is insane. Denny Carter on Twitter has been, he's a football bloke for, I think, NBC. And he's been constantly going on about the Whopper song for months. I think, it, <laughs> I think it's genuinely driving some people. We're going to have a falling down situation where the guy's just like, Whopper, Whopper. <laughs> well, I mean, people have been remixing the Whopper song into like yes, all these other have. things. Oh, yeah, it's it's all over uh, uh, TikTok, the only platform where I'm still allowed to post my free TTRPG thoughts. Uh, no. Can I ask so why you've been banned like a million times on Twitter? What what happened? What have you well, done? you know, sometimes when you you live in a world with Texas politicians, you you mm-hmm. say some things. <laughs> 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 say no more. Greg. Yeah, I, I love, super fan. 
I love how how Neat. sweet Juniper is that she's like, um, uh, if, can I ask why you got banned? It's like everyone gets banned for <laughs> yeah. Why do you think you're on this officials. podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like when, when you're talking about maybe Ted Cruz should have uh, done the Astros uh, victory parade in downtown Dallas instead. <laughs> like that's gonna start, you know. <laughs> This, now I'm thinking of the uh, Thomas the Leno Killer video with the Greg Abbott challenge. Successfully <laughs> 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 run around the tree without it falling on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. oh boy. Oh. It's so wonderful, but yes, fantasy football. It's a it's a wonderful game that you know commodifies a sport that already commodifies the human spirit so um I, i'm glad that we we can make you know, i think personally points. it's the perfect form of capitalism because you see it, it reduces the acts of human of human actions down to raw numbers so that humans can trade numbers with other people with an abstraction of the actual human effort <laughs> there, is people who, I die. there are people who believe that for real oh yeah there's definitely yes. people who there's yeah. some this essay exists on the atlantic if it didn't before it existed is, the moment I that is it's like Yo, a fucking ian bogost article fucking Derek thompson well you see well Derek thompson was the one who wrote that baseball's boring now Mm -hmm. The most Atlantic article I've ever read. It was like, baseball's bad now. It's super. I just don't like. And he, none of his examples make any sense. It's really, it's like it a was. guy who was like, baseball sucks now. And he hasn't watched baseball for several years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that really is the Atlantic okay. way, baby. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the uh, the podcast that I came on with you, Kelton, to discuss a film that we basically didn't discuss Um we also talked a lot about like the Astros uh, batting numbers and uh, like against left-handed pitchers for a pretty long time as well. So <laughs> the important thing is, is the Astros are now vindicated. Okay, they have won a World Series legally this I time. I won't hear. I won't hear any of that. I won't Wait, hear any so of that. I don't trust. I don't trust them for a oh, goddamn yeah, second. Great. Now we're really going to talk about football. Oh, oh, Juniper, do <laughs> you not know the, the, the wonderful world scandal? I don't know anything about sports at all. Like the I'm league here for the ride. I'm let just me just out. let me explain this as a Seattle Mariners fan. Uh, oh no 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 no! Juniper, <laughs> the thing you need to remember is that the let MLB. Let me explain this as somebody. Let me explain this as somebody living in Philadelphia currently. Who, oh shh, uh, got to it's fine. The Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles are going to be in the Super Bowl. You're, you're going to be fine. Don't worry. I'm the Eagles are going to win Dodgers. in the Super Bowl. Let me That's lead. The, Okay, Ed, Ed, Ed. The Ed, important thing this. is that the yeah let Ed let Ed describe this with his level British head. <laughs> All right, do you actually really want me to? Because I'll yes, do it as yes. as I can. Yes, yes. So there's do. a three foot Please tall do. man called Jose Brayu, I think. <laughs> Treyu. I'll do it. Yeah, sure, makes sense. Anyway, so the Astros basically, and I shit you not, stole signals from the other team, meaning that they knew what the pitcher was going to throw if it would be off speed, meaning you don't swing it ideally or not off speed and you hit it, and they would bang on a fucking trash can to say that it was going to be off speed or not. I forget which one specifically. <laughs> and also some of them might have had a thing under their shirt, the buzz that told them. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding and me? it allowed them to just like cheat their way through and, and, and they, in the process, they gave like, them such a competitive advantage at home that they won actually more games on the road. 
That's the thing to remember. <laughs> it was insane that they did it. How is this it, even and possible? How, how did they even do that? How did they pull this off? Because it's legitimately, like, they wanted to cheat so badly to guarantee a victory, but their team was already so good that they doomed themselves to this stupid, there stupid were, asterisk the entire time. Yeah, so there were... Totally uh, unnecessary for them to do, frankly. Yeah, it absolutely. Was. I didn't even watch this happen. <laughs> I remember that season... Like two years ago. I remember that season because people were like posting about it online being like, why are there's always like banging at the Astros games? <laughs> and like people would like notice it at the time. Um, yeah, it was really silly. But we're here to talk about we're here to talk about the gridiron. We're here to yeah. put our put our cleats on and uh, discuss um, Super Sorry. Bowl 57. 50 something. Let's fucking is it? I lost count. I think it's 57 because the Eagles won 52 and this is five years later. Oh, um, there we go. And the 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 city I live in is is uh, totally unhinged right now in a way that only Philadelphia can be. Um, you look pretty I close think, to the stadium, too, don't you? I think you were saying. Yeah. So I'm in South Philly. Um, so I did a little experiment because the Phillies were in uh, the World Series and now the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. And... The the stadiums in Philly are all right next to each other. There's like a sure. like, a, like a campus, and um, so I could hear the baseball game from my house. Nice. Um, wow! Like I could hear the chanting and everything. It's not close. It's like more than a mile. Loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't hear the football stadium, and I think it's just because they're like shaped differently, so the sound like carries more from the baseball stadium because it's more open up. You like hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. But yeah, after the Phillies won the other day, I went down to Broad Street and I saw all of the people like um, like walking around and I saw the people uh, climbing poles, you know, climbing poles. I So I didn't go all the way to City Hall. I will if they win the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm actually going to go. I, I, I have a party with my coworker I'm going to and I um, uh, we are like planning to walk down to Broad and just see the insanity like you can find the images online there's a guy who got like completely naked on a pole there are people who like flipped over cars i saw somebody doing donuts every in the game middle. though i mean the playoffs so i went to penn uh, state I, mean, I got some particular feelings uh, about like f- great fondness for philadelphians yeah you went to penn state yes well you want to talk about freaks about football those oh guys. i know <laughs> i lost like a lot of friends because when the Joe Paterno thing happened, I was like, yeah, it, like it, it's fucking disgusting. They're like, no, he won football games. I'm like, you, what? <laughs> and there were like, people that I thought were otherwise well-adjusted, big mistake. And they, yeah, I yeah. lost like several friends over the Joe Paterno thing, including that Joe was a, himself. There was a- <laughs> <laughs> he was in my fantasy football league. We fell out. <laughs> you know, here's a uh, fucked that- up Penn State story for you though. Yeah, please, so, please, I'd love to hear it. 2005, Beaver Stadium, already a great name for a stadium. And you know what they used to? The marching band used to play. They used to play "Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter. Oh no! Oh, oh, hey, uh, Gary Glitter just got out of jail. By the way, I'm in a couple of side note, a couple <laughs> a of uh, Gary Glitter, Glitter Facebook groups. I'm in a couple of Gary Glitter group chats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facebook groups. So I gotta really tell familiar. you, the discourse since he's gotten out has been fucking great. We'll talk about. He's that a another. famous pedophile from England yeah. that made yes, that. That's that's what I he did the song from the Joker. You could have just said he's from England. That's exactly what I remember. Is when That's Joker rude. came out, there was they used one of the songs, <laughs> and there was some discourse about the the use of the song in the Joker. 
That's yeah. the last time I've heard. Yeah, it's always the song. It's the song. Even in two thousand five, I was like, "This is really weird." They but still do it. Like, they still play it at sports song. games and stuff. I'm like, I mean, the I song's a banger. Be, Let's get that out of the way. It is the a, song banger. Is a banger. So is he of children. <laughs> I, I, no, I turned to a friend and said, doesn't he fuck kids, though? And he was like, <laughs> and the guys went, yeah, well. <laughs> I really didn't know what to say to that, honestly. I was, I was quite young at the time, and I didn't have my uh, discourse brain ready. Yeah, I also think when you're in enemy territory like that, you, you don't. I wasn't, I wasn't so, in enemy yeah. territory unless you mean pedophile supporters. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely what I mean. State. I was safe. The Wisconsin fans <laughs> by us, not so much. <laughs> that's fine. They're not human. No, no. Did you just say All Wisconsinites right. are not human? No, no, no. Penn State fans. fans. Oh, okay. That, well, well, I can I can abide by that. That's fine. What's the math That's on fine. this? Were you at Penn State when Russ was playing for... He played for Wisconsin, uh, right? Then he went to... Yeah, for a year. It was 2005, 2006, and I, I was still learning football. Mm. Like, the first five games, I didn't know what was going on. About game six, I started yelling some really weird shit. It's great stuff. <laughs> I, got, I, like, learned all the rules at the same time. I was like, fucking boss interference, you piece of fucking shit. Just screaming my head off. While, like, a bunch of people from central Pennsylvania who hadn't met anyone from outside their town before just, like, started <laughs> experiencing heart attacks, being like, is this man deaf? <laughs> They're just like I thought. I thought all the. I, I thought they were all like James Bond over there. I didn't know there were other. Yo, types is this of, guy uh, from Pittsburgh? Because <laughs> they're all so from like good. Central PA or Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful town. <laughs> um, yeah. So current football, we got the uh, mm. we got the, the the Philadelphia Eagles are going to face off against the Kansas City Chiefs. They are playing their former coach, Andy Reid. Uh, fuck Andy Reid. All my homies hate Andy Reid. Um, <laughs> oh, come on son. now. I, I was going to say, don't, don't hate on Andy Reid. What's Andy Reid ever done wrong? Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. <laughs> He's the man who dared to ask. Uh, like, with your voice right now, what, what did he do? I don't know. And, what, Andy Reid's son killed a kid. And then oh, Andy the Reid was well, like, ah, well, we all make fair. mistakes. He didn't Holy kill the kid. Boys. He just brain damaged her beyond repair. Oh, I, I thought that the her? kid died. I mean, not that the other one's necessarily better. But no, it's, I, it's probably <laughs> arguably worse. Uh, uh, ethical quandary there. But yeah, the, the kid is very brain damaged. Well, I can't wait for the Kansas City Chiefs to take a group photo with the kid. <laughs> can, I, can I ask what he did? Why, how did this happen? It was a Dewey. He was leaving. So he was working for the Kansas City Chiefs. And he was leaving the stadium drunk and hit a car while driving. Oh, drunk. Jesus Christ. That's horrible. Yeah. Not actually really much fun to joke about. Uh, no. I'm but, so sorry for bringing this up. But he's, I, I he's really curious. fat and he looks like a walrus. So we could talk about how he yeah, looks like Yeah, I don't a know. Walrus. Like that Andy Reid cool. himself. I mean, his kid sucks, but I mean, I suck. My dad's a nice enough guy. I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> not kill a kid. Yeah, I'm just going to say. I've never, I've never <laughs> uh, killed or maimed a child as far as I know. That's going to so. be a big one. I yeah, think, I think they can one. speak for all of us. None of us have killed a kid. Yeah, on, I, on I the think... spectrum of Andy Reid's son to Gary Glitter slash Joe Paterno, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> we can just say time. N.A., you know, uh, avoid that entirely. Yeah. How many glitters is his son? We have to get the, get the chart out. Uh, yeah, so they are playing. Uh, this glitters. is the first time. This is uh, this Pinocchio. is the first time 
this is the first time that two black quarterbacks have played against each other in the Super It's very surprising to me that, that, that so this is the first time. Anything. But who is Hotep Twitter rooting for? Because that's what I really need to know. Uh, not, there is no, no fucking chance Hotep Patrick Mahomes Twitter is, twe- is, is cheering for a light skin. A high <laughs> yellow motherfucker. They are not cheering for that dude. <laughs> uh, I cannot hear. Oh, Ed can't hear. Ed anything. says he can't hear. Okay, uh, Juniper, you're muted. It looks like uh, I'm here. Yep. Hello. Hey. Oh, he's leaving. He's Ed? coming back. Ed. Ed, I'm back. Sorry. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, of course. Back. Hi, Ed. Okay. We Sorry, the whole you. Andy Reid Gary Glitter thing really just <laughs> <laughs> struck a nerve. <laughs> So <laughs> oh, no, I was also wanted to take a second to read my favorite ESPN piece. What if Michael Vick were white? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's a Photoshop a of him and Giselle a, just it's uh, so, together. It is insane that was it Toure wrote that fucking hell. Just I'm <laughs> certain, I am, here's a quote from this article. I'm certain oh, white no. privilege would not be enough to rescue a white NFL star called killing dogs. Oh, this, it sounds okay. like fucking brass eye. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, don't know who Michael Vick is, he was charged. So I, he, I don't know how long he was out of the NFL for, but he went to jail and uh, for a year. Yeah. For a year, yeah. because uh, there were dog fights on his property that were found to be going on. I mean, it, it was a dog fighting ring operation. Yeah. So, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. It was like imagine running multiple fantasy football leagues, but it was. Rottweilers and pit bulls go going yeah. at each other. Um, <laughs> Awful. Bad stuff. Yeah. But um, yes. what if he was so, white? So <laughs> yeah. this is so the reason so the reason anybody listening to this who wouldn't know why that question would ever be posed, um probably and you, with that. Y- you all could uh be forgiven for not really ever thinking about this. Um but like black quarterbacks are not um, typically treated very well in the yeah. NFL. Um, yeah, and unless 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 they sexually an assault twenty six people, yeah, and then they get a fully guaranteed. Well, contract. It's, I think it's like thirty two, but twenty six. Oh, okay. Got sorry, charged. sorry. Wait, yeah. I, who are you talking about? Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun wants yeah. and he got guaranteed. Okay, so I don't follow. I don't follow the NFL. Oh, sorry. He, he got a fully guaranteed. I believe it was. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Bird. I think it was two hundred and sixty-four million dollar yeah. fully guaranteed deal. Meaning, like, there's no incentives, no anything. Like, mm-hmm. he's making the max amount every year that he possibly the can. most money guaranteed in uh, history of the NFL. It's, it was two hundred fifty guaranteed. It was two sixty-four okay. total, two fifty guaranteed, and they gave up. Well, how, what did they give up to the? You're a Texans fan, right? Or are you a Cowboys fan? But uh, they give oh, up uh, first or something. I mean. Uh, Texans fan in recovery right now. Incredibly happy with the hire of Tomiko Ryan. Um, uh, it was three total first-round picks and I believe a third. And there might have been a pick swap included, but, I mean, that's whatever. Jesus Christ. Yeah, just yeah. A, a massive haul. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. also, also, of the 250, uh, I believe it was a, what was it? It was like a four-year contract extension or a five-year contract extension that he signed. The, the year that he was going to be out, he only had a base salary of $1 million. So he yeah. only actually lost so $1 million, lost dollars million dollars while in, in a fine. Jesus Christ. What a <laughs> and, I, and I actually think there's a conspiracy going on with him. 
uh, that sounds like a very worrying bit, but don't worry, um, is <laughs> if you go to the QBR rankings of the NFL, none of these lists include Deshaun Watson, probably because he had a QBR of 38.1 in his six <laughs> games played, as opposed to 63.770.561.8, including his rookie season of 83.7. He was... He is a very expensive piece of shit. Yes. And everyone's saying, well, Played well, terribly. he was out of football for a while and he's still getting back used to it because he wasn't doing it for a few. It's fuck off. No, I'm sorry. If I was paid $200, no, $200 million, I would probably spend my entire time relearning the game. I would get headphones on and give myself tinnitus blasting noise and getting people to harass me on the field so that I remembered how horrible the game was. I would pay my largest friends to try and kill me so that I would be ready to earn that money back. This motherfucker came back and was like, ah, fuck it. He gives Terrible. a shit. Yeah. So bad. Even worse than Russell Wilson, who is You know my what's kind of sad fate. is like everybody this whole, so Russell Wilson, if you don't know, it was the Seattle Seahawks quarterback that got traded to the Denver Broncos. Everybody made fun of Seattle for trading their preeminent quarterback, whatever. Not me. Uh, has made fun of him all year for the trade, uh, and he's sucked ass all year. But like he, get, he got like 10 times more shit, and the Broncos got 10 times more shit than the Browns did for Deshaun Watson. And we'll say what you want about Russ. He's like a a god nerd whatever but he's like a decent man and uh well i mean he's a nerd my argument there is very simple he didn't give not i'm saying he's worse than a fucking rapist yeah sure deshaun watson is a morally bankrupt piece of shit and i can't say much more about the subject because i'll get in trouble i'll get kicked (laughs) off twitter somehow but russ (laughs) the thing is russ is a passive aggressive fucking asshole and he very, he refused to give his teammates his number, his manager. They mm-hmm. had to call yeah. his manager. That is fucking disgusting. I'm sorry. You're making millions, hundreds of millions of dollars a year, and you go out there, what, 17 times a year and do something for one day, and you can't give your fucking people your number. So you could, why? What is wrong with you? And then he always, fuck, he's always whiny and fucking, and he's dog shit. He makes bad decisions. And the thing is, some of these things in a bubble would be, okay, he could be a fucking passive-aggressive asshole if he balled out. He yeah. could be a worthless piece of shit. That's why Seattle tolerated for so long. But, like, the coaching he was the in the last stuff, year was covering of, for him. But he was also cooked the last year. I'd even say the last two years. Last two years, for sure. Yeah, he, and he people were lying times, to yeah. themselves. Do you realize how big a nerd you have to be for a coach who idolizes Jordan Peterson to decide to kick you out? Come on now. Yeah, so uh, also for context, uh, the coach, Pete Carroll, uh, the coach uh, of the Seattle Seahawks, uh, he doesn't idolize. He brought Jordan Peterson in to talk a couple years ago to uh, to the Seahawks. And uh, okay, it word, says the Seahawks say, fan. That's fine. Run it through your filter and yeah, justify yeah, okay. it. Let, let, okay. let me run it through my filter because he did apologize and say, you know, I'm positive, Pete. I didn't know he was well, a misogynist. I, I blah, blah, personally blah. think that Matt Hasselbeck was a better <laughs> quarterback. Uh, the one thing so, that I love about 
uh, Pete Carroll, my favorite coach in the NFL, is he's definitely a Building 7 guy. He's a 9-11 truther. Like, I fucking love that. Ooh. It's Ooh, so boy. fucking funny. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. I'm into it. I, no, dude. On some level, who is an, a 9-11 truther? Let's be honest. Yeah. He's like a yeah. uh, player's coach. He's always happy and in a good mood. And he's like, you know, we went out there, we gave it our all, and uh, Google Building 7 <laughs> for the truth. <laughs> <laughs> what you're telling me is I need to be a fan of this guy's team. Is, is what you should become me. a there Seahawks you go. fan, man. Uh, Why would you want to be a Seahawks fan? Are, um, for the last decade, we're tied with the Packers for the most wins in the NFC. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Future's looking bright. Oh, we yeah. just had a really great draft, and we have a Hall Se- picks coming up. Seahawks was my Ooh, first Super Bowl picks. I watched. That was uh, the fun. one where you got it, you got it stolen from the Steelers. The Steelers, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, he, he, he barely was touched the fucking, even like, it was so obvious that that wasn't a touchdown, yet his big trundling ass managed, and, and they put it on fucking Sean Alexander, <laughs> yeah. who everyone said was slow. He's just how he it's looked. It's pretty bad boy. when the ref <laughs> visits your facility in person and apologizes for fucking yeah. up your Super Bowl. <laughs> I was so mad. I don't yeah. even know why. My roommate was an Eagles fan. I had just learned the rules. <laughs> uh, I do. I do want to say, and I just realized this, and I didn't. I didn't know this at all before. Uh, I didn't know that we need a weekly three-hour podcast in which Ed Zitrone does a impression of uh, Jordan Peterson. Oh, please! <laughs> and just <laughs> it's very good. Sure, I, I, will you do the I'm Hitler bit really quick? I don't know the <laughs> I'm Hitler bit, and I'm not going to. Damn it! I just fucking said it. God damn it! <laughs> you tricked it. Now you said it in your real voice. Clip yeah, that. Ed's, Ed's, I'm gonna hit Ed's the soundboard. <laughs> oh, did that work? <laughs> it, did. It, it did work. It did work. It worked. It's Thank so God. Alright, so now we gotta, I think we gotta make some predictions about the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's I think do we gotta, uh, So first and foremost, um, I, I don't see I don't see how anybody could not have the Eagles in this one. Uh, ah. They are they are on fire. They they are America's team. Uh, <laughs> Listen, and they are I ready want the to, Eagles to win. Right, let's go. Yeah. Let's do a roundtable. Let's all give yeah. our, our takes. Let's go. Can I can I start? Can I can I yes can I start start okay. with you? Yes. Then we'll go before before I say who I want to win, I just I I just want to know who you guys uh, like. Who are you guys like mostly fans of? Like when when the football season starts, who are you guys rooting for right off the bat? Mm, yeah. I just am very curious. My fantasy that. football team, because I am a Houston Texans <laughs> fan, and so we have no hope. We we have we <laughs> have no chance at winning. We are already looking forward to the draft <laughs> by the start of our season, and so yeah. Uh, Maybe this year. I don't know. <laughs> Which Maybe is this also year. what the GM says every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Nick Casario, the guy who goes on Pat McAfee's show for damage control, is the guy who I'm going to trust. Nick Casario uh-huh. looks like the guy from A Serious Man. I was trying to be nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> he looks like one uh, of the speaking- guy, the gentleman from Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, speaking of speaking of teams who constantly have to say maybe next year and are uh, always mm-hmm. devoid of, of hope uh, mm-hmm. Ed who do you root for? Yeah there we go <laughs> Yeah <laughs> this is I'm a, a New York Giants Las this. Vegas Raiders fan let me tell you about this miserable fucking team the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> alright so yes, I started watching them actually years before I moved here and I had season tickets the last year in Oakland and I have and other than the Oakland A's who also were in that stadium I have literally never seen a more depressing team, including Queen's Park Rangers when they fell out of the fucking premiership. 
<laughs> this is how depressing this team is. People were booing in the first quarter. We weren't even losing. <laughs> that every game, they were like three or four 65-year-old men who would get in a screaming match. If you about don't know, like, uh, Raiders like, fans are notoriously hostile, by the way. Uh, it's hostile, but to Dangerous. itself. Mm-hmm. Like, the black Dangerous ho- people. Well, the black hole was the thing in the end zone, and... It, that that's not been dangerous for a while. And I, I will fucking say, I've seen it. I didn't go into it because I'm not stupid. But it did kind of remind me of some of the worst of soccer hooliganism. And it did look pretty sure. bad. Yeah. But it's not been... I, like, when I started going there more, more often in like 2015, 2016, it was nowhere near as bad. Most of it was just people in like Michael Crabtree jerseys yelling with people with Maurice Jones-Drew jerseys about how... <laughs> Whatever quarter, like they, they thought Derek Carr was either good or bad. People have been hating Derek Carr for a while because he he's never been good. Anyway, so younger brother of Houston Texans uh, ex quarterback David most, Carr, most cool. punished quarterback. I, yeah, <laughs> da- yeah. David I, Carr. I, I'm sorry. Right on the Jets, I am sorry. Yeah, I'm glad he won a ring backing up Eli, so he can he take those three it. kneel downs. He should get fucking reparations. Anyway, so <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. We have the first year of our stadium. This big stupid fucking at stadium. And 2020, the Raiders played to a completely empty stadium. Hell yeah. Uh, because of COVID, and you know there was some hope, and then. Well, next season came along. Oh, we got this. We got a decent looking team. We got Henry Ruggs. He looks good. He's fast guy. We love how fast Henry Ruggs is. And so we're playing and we're doing well. And hey, we have a few like 380 yard go. Wow, Derek Carr looks like he learned how to throw the fucking football. And then it turns out Henry Ruggs, the third, our wide receiver that we drafted that was looking like the future, was very fast indeed, about 156 miles an hour. He drove mm. his car into another car with a dog in it. Oh, Jesus. Setting yeah. the car and the dog on fire, and also the person was in there too. He uh, went to jail for that. And then about three seconds later, John Gruden, our coach, gets in trouble for some of the most cartoonishly racist things you could possibly <laughs> yeah. literally like, like like just he might as well have been quoting like the jungle book king louis yeah <laughs> he really was like this is a guy who loads black people to his fucking his, his soul it was oh so the, and what's really uh, the weird n-word, is the greatest history for you though Al Davis the n-word look, comes to him so naturally john <laughs> but, but for real though the Raiders are actually a surprisingly woke team. Al Davis, who looked like the Crypt Keeper, he looked like the Crypt Keeper for most of his life. Uh, he, I think he hired the first Hispanic coach, first uh, African-American coach, like, and he was first very much, coach. and I don't think, yeah. First Jewish well, team the first, owner. The, and he was like, uh, he hired um, Amy Trask, who's awesome as the CEO. Great book, by the way, by, by her, Negotiate Like a Girl, it's just full of Al Davis stories, which are all amazing. And, but he was like specifically not racist. I truly think he hated everyone and he saw people as like <laughs> objects to be manipulated, but he did not believe that one should look down on someone for the color of their skin, their race, where they were born. No, he looked down on people based on their usefulness to Al Davis. That's why he was so, wo- but also that's the thing. How the fuck did John Gru, if Al Davis found out about that, he genuinely would have been angry. He would have been killed. Like, him. He would have had him yeah. killed. He Honestly, was like, that uh, would have been famously like mafia for real. connected too. 
yeah, I think that was kind of. I don't know. I don't believe again. You have to run that through the Raiders fan filter. That, yeah, that exactly. And at that point, you find out that he went to like Ace Hardware once. Like the, the Raiders fans <laughs> do not retain information properly. So we have this broken team, and yet we kind of scrape our asses into the playoffs with with this guy called Rich Basashia. I believe that's how you say his name. He's our special teams coach. He takes over. Players fucking love him. So good. We lose to the Bengals by three points, which is something we love doing. And we go into the offseason kind of hopeful. Now you have... Oh, oh, hold on. Sorry, Ed. You're skipping over another highlight of the Basaccia era. Oh, God, the Damon Arnett stuff. So, okay. Oh, no, I meant, like, crushing the souls of the L.A. Chargers in your hands. They're not human. I don't consider them human. How can you crush a soul from a doll? (laughs) The L.A. LA Chargers are are a privately held enterprise which features some humans. Uh, but, but anyway, so we get to the end of the season. We're kind of hopeful. We're like, you know what? We, can, we got past this. Hunter Renfro, great slot receiver. Darren Waller, not injured and seems to be catching passes. Derek Carr seems to be making them. Everything's Insanely great. Insanely talented got, team. Ins- like, yeah, we've just like full of hope. We've got Max Crosby, who's a fucking beast. We've got Yannick, who's a left end, I think. I forget what position he played. But nevertheless, we have this suddenly like exciting team. And so Mark Davis looks at this and he says, Rich, so Rich, we've got this guy Rich and he's, he's probably cheap. We could make him head coach. Hmm. Nah, fuck it. So he fires the GM, who sucked, may not, he was terrible. He fires the coach, who everyone, including the players, loved and were like, yeah, please keep him going. And then he hired a guy called Dave Ziegler as the GM from the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And of course, Josh McDaniels. A guy who is a career loser, who had most recently been the head coach of the Denver Broncos, where he managed to alienate most of the players and the fan base, <laughs> ruin the team. He, he released Peyton Hillis, a very good running back who tried to fuck his wife. There's a true story, by the way. Little <laughs> color. sounds like a, a winner. And, he, and like a yeah, winner. he is a real fucking winner, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. If you like losing, that is. And then <laughs> during the offseason, we're like, okay, well, this kind of seems like it sucks. Then they trade a first round pick for Devontae Adams, who is a wide receiver for the Packers, who played at Fresno State with Derek Carr. Suddenly, I think it was two firsts, right? I think it was just the first from that year. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I know. No, it's the Raiders. I would believe they traded every first they had. So (laughs) I was surprised. So, okay. So you now have this beautiful, promising season. I'm in the fantasy chat and I say stuff like, yeah, I think we could maybe make a run at the playoffs. Wrongo, bitch. So everyone thought you guys were contenders, man. The the whole thing was like. We also hired a guy called Patrick. Well, Patrick Graham is a guy we hired as our defense coach don't know why we needed that our defense actually seemed pretty good last year we also got rid of yannick and replaced him with chandler jones a former former cardinals guy i believe or falcons one of those two bird teams the worst and bird teams. there's red bird teams i, ugh. I don't <laughs> well, know why i have to stay some and so that, we have that was team. another like mcdaniel's hire it, right yes he just was, another yeah, ex-patriot so we had this team brimming with like a, a sexy new Patriot Way thing. Derek Carr has his like favorite best friend weapon. And we play like hot fucking dog shit every goddamn game. I go to that fucking stadium every Sunday and get humiliated. I take you were there for that had- Cardinals game, right? That fucking Cardinals game. I'll tell you this. We were 20 years. I was going to say, you have season tickets. We, I'm a club season ticket holder. This is a bad investment. Every reason to win and you don't. 
So, okay, I remember the Cardinals game because we were 20 nil down, 20 nil up. I sound so football-y. You're 20 nil. Um, we, were, we were up by 20 points and I turned to the guy I was with and went, we're fucking losing. <laughs> and the guy in front of me was like, don't be a hater, man. I'm like, no, we are collapsing. And there's a guy two rows up who's just sitting there just like nodding at me. I'm like, it really was like the James Franco first time meme. Yeah. Where yeah. it's just like, and we just fucking shit the bed. And I'm just there just <laughs> fucking, I am just like, fuck this team, fuck everyone. And everyone was like, yeah, kind of, yeah, I fully agree. Every game we look worse. By the end of the season, our quarterback has gone on live TV and started crying. Derek Carr went on TV and was like, oh, it's so hard to play football. Oh, make $30 million. Fucking idiot. Throw the ball better. <laughs> and so we then find out about three quarters of the way through the season that we cannot fire Josh McDaniels because we cannot afford to. Yeah, yeah. we cannot yeah. afford to fire the, owner the coach because we're already paying other guys we fired and also we're running out of money. We cannot fire him because we could not afford to hire another fucking coach. To be clear, have to we have the special teams coach who would have been cheaper and better and had a better record than Josh McFucking Daniels. Every week I am punished by this team. Every week I am humiliated. We go on live television against a guy called Jeff Saturday who was coaching his first <laughs> professional football game. A guy whose re most recent job was being on television talking about football. Who hired a guy who had never called plays to do offensive coaching. A guy whose other football job was coaching high school football. Mm -hmm. And we got beaten in our home fucking stadium. <laughs> I have Every to say, week Ed, I am punished by this team. Every week. You, I've, you, you're really selling me on this team, honestly. You, you are convincing me. <laughs> Isn't Every football so much fun? This team. This what? Is, this is oh no, this, what must this imagine. is I am used to this. I, what, what was I, that my, whack? Yeah. What my, was that whack? Uh, one must imagine a Raiders fan happy. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is why they I'm so just... happy to be a Texas fan. Oh, there's fan. one other thing. We don't there's one have other any thing, though. Ever. I need to add one oh, final Oh, there's more insult. than one other thing. Yeah. No, no, this is very important, though. <laughs> okay. The other insult is that because we are <laughs> Vegas, we're still growing our fucking home base. Yeah, you so don't on have top a of getting our ever. bums fucked every week on national television, humiliated in person <laughs> by our dog-brained coach and quarterback, as our receivers drop passes with no one around them, or our defense, <laughs> other than Max Crosby, forgets where they are and what they are doing. Max other isn't going to get traded, we get, right? We also get the benefit of playing an away game because there are always more fans of the other team. Oh, take that back, Ed. <laughs> there are no L.A. Chargers fans. I was exist. at a fucking Texans game, man. And there were more... Te even the... No, actually, you're right. The Chargers game, there was... <laughs> <laughs> the the only, just came. Most of the crowd was just guys like Rob Lowe with NFL hats. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it's a whole lot of people just with the overly generic Madden fan background. <laughs> and and as, a, uh, as a testament as a testament to the dog shit quality and complete disrespect <laughs> the world has for the Las Vegas Raiders, Kelton <laughs> called them the LA Raiders and nobody noticed. Um, <laughs> They, they, yeah, the they LA have not Raiders. been in L.A. for like 30 years, though, and it's still like uh, it's, nobody. 
ever I really, nobody cares. really no nobody i think cares. i feel really, no one does God i damn. think what's impressive though is i've always said that vegas <laughs> gives you a kind of an accelerated and almost pornographic version of everything and i think it's nice <laughs> that i became a knicks fan oh no it's Why? basically that it's like every week i no, i don't mean of the knicks i just know how they feel Oh, Every okay. week I go there and I'm like, <laughs> I fucking hate these pieces of shit. Yes, of course I'll be there with bells on, all right? This is going to suck. Turn to the guy next to me. Don't we fucking... Actually, no, I take it back. I did have one of my favorite football experiences ever this season. I need to say this one. So there, yes. Derek Carr was officially put like boxer in animal farm was just marched out the door one day <laughs> never to be heard from again they they chose to bench him because if he got injured his tra contract would become guaranteed versus if he didn't and they just put him on the bench or sent him I home mean, or whatever this they team does is to save money at honestly the most greatest thing yeah it would be 40 million dollars they would have lost and honestly the most raiders thing would have been if he like injured his acl walking out the building but not quite yeah. But anyway, so, and we start a guy called Jared Stidham, who yeah, I personally, season, what, oh, well, but that was the thing. I may or may not have consumed some uh, marijuana edibles beforehand. <laughs> and thus, uh, I proclaimed loudly it was Stidham season. I was like, Stidham season, woo! No one would even look at me. I'm like, fine. <laughs> but then me and the guy, the guy next to me was definitely a bit loaded up as well. He's like, yeah, boy, it was Stidham season. And then, you know what, this guy, who had played, he had played backup for Tom Brady and he played at Auburn, I believe. And he looked sharp in the preseason, but the preseason isn't real football, which I believe Bird said to me when I was saying that instead of, it might be him or uh, Tyler Loletta from Business Insider, I'm calling both of your asses out. So just <laughs> one of you is being unfairly treated here. Nevertheless, he looked sharp in the preseason and he fucking balled out against the 49ers. He looked great and the great. team was fun and frankly, I was losing it. I was a student season. I was loving it. And I honestly, talking to you in the football chat about I was having the best blast. time yeah. because it was completely just, it was the first time we'd had a quarterback that seemed to be able to complete passes, let's be honest. And also the team seemed kind of pumped up too. And they yeah, looked fun. And Stiddy, Stiddy also did a real, he did a few really cool plays. There was one play where he basically led two of the linemen towards the sideline and was ready to take a hit, did a few pump fakes, and then threw a huge pass to Devontae Adams. It was amazing. It was fun. Now, of course, this is against the 49ers, who, before most of the team dying at once, really yeah. looked like they were going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And yeah, then we, then we got... against the best team in the, the league at this point. Arguably. To be clear, the next game, we looked extremely bad. Yeah. Like, we scored like 10... Seven, like ten points against. You got a star power in Mario Three, and the star power ran out immediately. It was the fact that I was there and screaming Stidham season, <laughs> I, and, and I gave him power. And all this is to answer your question, Juniper. Ed is a fan of the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. That that's what supports. it sounds like. All right, uh, Kelvin, let's that's talk what it about like the <laughs> No, no, we don't have to. It's okay. Uh, no, we, come we, on, uh, you guys have. You guys do. On paper, you have a promising future in front of you. Do we? Do we? Name, name, name a promising a aspect. Yeah, the, you guys have I, some picks. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it'd be great if we had a GM who could pick them, huh? Yeah, um, but I, I think you're well coached for once. 
We'll see. We'll see. I I refuse to have any optimism about a uh, Texans franchise that has given me nothing but pain or at yeah. best <laughs> mediocrity. Um, this this is a, a franchise where we have unironic fan cams yearning for the Bill O'Brien era oh to come back God, to Houston. Bro. So is that like a different kind 70s, of fan cam now. The 60s. Terrible coach. Is that like the 50s? What is that? Uh, well, the franchise has only been around since 2002. And oh. Bill O'Brien was a very <laughs> just mediocre coach in general. Uh, he, you know, Speaking of, uh, he was, a, I believe, a coordinator for the Patriots that then became the Penn State football coach. Um, and w- funny how Penn State ties into all of this. Uh, and then um, so he became the Texans coach. Uh, and then he was fine enough as a coach, but like every coach, thought that he could also have GM powers and control. And at that time, uh, it basically was him versus the, I'm going to just say the George Santos of NFL <laughs> executives. Um, because that's Josh McDaniels. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I really think Jack Easterby kind of takes the cake here. No, Jeff Saturday. No, Jeff Saturday didn't lie. Well, Jeff, uh, just gave Jeff him Saturday. The job. He's like, I don't want this. Please leave me alone. I mean, Jeff Saturday was like a professional NFL player. Like, Jack Easterby literally got promoted by doing the whole, like, I'm not assistant to the general manager. I'm an assistant general manager kind of approach, like resume retrofitting on everything, his all the way up to the top. And he kind of scammed these, this Texans organization, set us back several uh, years, and allowed Bill O'Brien to take over GM control, which uh, uh, not great, let me tell you that much. <laughs> no? So, so, Caleb, so what I'm gathering, what I'm, what I'm gathering so far. Sorry, uh, Wack, I'll let you go after this. But it's, it sounds like everyone that's a fan of their favorite team is just miserable. Uh, it's no. an abusive <laughs> no, relationship. No, no, we're gonna move to me here in a second. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. that's what I was gonna say, Caleb. Tell us about, tell us about the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, please have, do. So, uh, I think a lot of people think that the Seahawks fans are entitled douchebags, and that's true. But as a Seattle sports fan, you have to remember we lost the Supersonics and the Seattle Mariners have sucked for 20 years. So the one shining gem of the Pacific Northwest is the Seattle Seahawks. We, for the last decade, are, I believe, I, the most recent number I saw is we're tied for the most wins in the NFC. Um, we have, in the modern era, one of the best defenses of all time, the Legion of Boom, which is a lot of fun. I know that's now 10 years removed, just about. But it, it's been a great ride. Pete Carroll's been a great coach. He's one of the most winningest coaches uh, in the game right now. Um, we have been slumping because Russell Wilson, that we talked about earlier, has fucking sucked. But we got rid of him, and we started our backup, Geno Smith, who... Um, this is a really fun story. He was a backup. Uh, he started for the... He was great in college. Fantastic in college sucked ass in the league and was a, a, a bench warmer for basically a decade. Then he comes That is also that is a story that is very common in the NFL, Juniper, is that a guy does great in college and cannot play in yes, the NFL. Because everyone in the NFL is basically the best of the best of college. Yes. I so see. it's like okay, a constant okay. all star game going. So he sucks ass. Uh well I mean he did uh he was okay from time to time but he, Until his he, jaw got broken. 
Yeah, he got punched in the <laughs> jaw by one of his teammates in New York. It was oh, a whole, whole thing. Uh, but about 10 years go by, and he comes to Seattle, and after the rest, the landmark historic Russell Wilson trade, everyone thinks that we're going to win two games. We're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. We're going to suck ass. Even I believe this for whatever it's worth. Then Geno Smith comes in. He balls the fuck out. He goes to the Pro Bowl. We go to the playoffs. Granted, we got bonked immediately in the playoffs. But we still went to the playoffs. Um, Who'd you play in the playoffs? We play the Niners. And okay, so for one like half. that's the thing. To Also, to give some perspective here, the Niners had probably the best chances of winning other than a series yeah. of injuries. Then two of their quarterbacks <laughs> went down. Then the th their third string guy, Brock Purdy, who was the literal last guy picked, ended up... Yep being incredible and also they traded for a guy <laughs> called Christian McCafferty no Christian McCafferty <laughs> and awesome, he um, he's incredible incredible running incredible. back from the Carolina Panthers they and then in the last the game right now. they should be but Brock Purdy got injured then like so they had no quarterback they quite literally did not have what oh sorry they literally had Josh no Johnson who has played he's paid for 23 different teams yeah and then he got injured fourth string quarterback gets injured and then they lose uh <laughs> they yeah so they had christian mccaffrey play quarterback even though he's a he was like a tight end and he yeah, was they had him good. play quarterback he played quarterback for a few plays against the eagles which is why the oh eagles yeah. fucking robbed the 49ers in that game. so they were on, desperate let, basically so they were like bit, so desperate i want to go back to how good the seahawks have been and i have no no by all yeah. means <laughs> uh, it's a great. We had. We just had um, an incredible draft this last season. We have an insane amount of very good rookies that we got for in great late round picks, and we have a shitload of picks this year because of the Russell Wilson trade. Our future is looking bright, so I'm having fun. You know, this season I didn't expect us to do shit. Like I said, we were expected to win two games. We ended up going to the playoffs, so eh, fuck it. I'm having fun. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then so whack. I can only imagine you're a you're an Eagles fan, right? How are you feeling? How are you feeling um, right now? I'm not really an Eagles fan. I don't really follow the NFL really? that much. Um, I, oh, okay. I okay. don't really know. I stopped. So when the whole uh, when the whole Colin Kaepernick thing happened, um, and they like basically blackballed him from the league. I really didn't like watching football after that, so I stopped. Hmm, that's fair. Was he an um, Eagles player? Was he was he on the Eagles? No, he played on the 49ers. But what, oh, okay. if, if you don't know um, what happened, he was protesting, like, he was kneeling during the national anthem, and he was the one who sort of brought awareness to a lot of Black Lives Matter stuff in um, the NFL, and the NFL was really pushing back against that. The NFL is a very powerful force, and you can kind of tell when the commissioner or anybody in the NFL is doing something to to sway an outcome or sway a belief, which is why there's a very common conspiracy theory that, like, players have just come out and said that it's true, but there's no way to really prove it it's that so the entire NFL is fixed. It, oh, the, I'm <laughs> sorry, the NFL's fixed. I I've thought you were going to say that Kaepernick <laughs> was blackballed. The NFL is not fucking scripted. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so, I love that As someone who doesn't yeah. watch football, I love that conspiracy theory. Yeah, I subscribe funny. to it. I love that the players <laughs> are getting involved. Listen, I have um, obscenely strong opinions on whether or not the NFL is fixed, but I'm not going to give them to you guys, and I want you to think about whether or not you whether or not I'm the kind of guy who believes that the NFL is fixed. I think you do and I think I've read your script for the ghost of we, Cedric Benson coming back. We can, we can maybe revisit. We can, you 100% you 
the, you under, the you 100% conspiracy. Think. 100% I would, believe it's scripted. 1,000%. Uh, 1,000%. <laughs> uh, I, I would so like to revisit this theory. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Who's matter. Who's writing the writers? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just say, okay, so so getting to to predictions, because I think that's what we were trying to get to for a little yeah. while. We're, we're wrapping I up. Think Let's wrap up with predictions. Yeah, so my prediction, and this is primarily vibes-based, and, uh-huh. and just from what I've seen, mm-hmm. I really think and want the Eagles to win just purely because the celebration is going to be fucking yeah. hilarious and awesome, and I cannot wait to see what yeah. happens. Uh, Juniper, that last is, time the Eagles yeah. won the Super Bowl, uh, they were yeah. rioting even though they won, and uh, hundreds, <laughs> maybe thousands of people were marching down the streets of Philly chanting because yep. uh, their backup quarterback took them to the playoffs, and they won. Um, yeah. Nick Foles. And his name is Nick Foles. Yes, and they were chanting <laughs> in the streets, Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick. Big, as Big they were Dick fucking Nick. Right. Big Dick Nick's good. Uh, but there's holes and foles. They really work with that. <laughs> the, see, see, this team. Immaculate the, vibes. The, this team is everything I stand for. Yes. Like, I don't follow football, yeah. but this, the I'm, people that support them, the, the, so, the vibes, oh, no. the So the vibes, the vibes are, are what great. I really like. Um, yeah. The vibes are what I really like. So my mom yeah. is a longtime Eagles fan. My mom is a huge NFL fan. Uh, she has been <laughs> a huge Eagles fan her entire life. Um, and my grand, it's like very important to her because her father was really into the Eagles. And like, she's like so, so, so into it. So I, I you know, I try not to hate or whatever. Man. It's like a generational they thing. Are. It's like a religion. Yep. And I'm my, uh, so <clears throat> I like, I want the Eagles to win because I think it'll be cool, especially if I'm, here I get to walk down to Broad Street and see all the uh, insane people. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, you're uh, gonna have an incredible time. So it's jealous. gonna be so fun if they win. I'm yeah. so jealous. Even if so, they I'm gonna lose. post a. <laughs> I'm gonna post a thread. I'm gonna post a thread of uh, videos, especially if they win, Journalism. because it'll be. You're gonna go down there and yeah. get the action. Yeah, it's gonna be so cool. I mean, I, I took some videos before and I saw like somebody doing donuts in the middle of a, a crowded street. I saw people yeah. climbing stuff, but like the entire city right now is like green. Like all the skyscrapers are all turned green, including this one sign that I didn't know could change color. It's red all the time, and they change. They'll it to find green. a way. Yeah. Um, the like all the houses on Boat House Row have been green. Um, the like everything is for the eagles right now in the city and like everybody we just i mean everybody kind of just assumes they're going to win we are talking like we're going to have the day off of school next week because they're going to close the schools if the eagles win because there's no way to get around the city during the parade um literally no way you cannot navigate philadelphia during a Super Bowl parade. Um, See, the, these people, the, these people understand what it's all about. They know the purpose of football. They they understand yeah. the energy. They have the animal <laughs> they, energy they you need. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I am. I am very excited for it. I just wanted to say that because I don't know a ton about. Like, I know about the game, and I know about some of the people that 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 that, that got brought up in in the various rants, but. I haven't watched in a few years, so there's some of those people that I just I don't know who they are because I haven't seen it in such a long time. Um, but it is very exciting, and I do think that it would be a it would be quite the vibes if uh, if the Eagles win. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like equivalent. I mean, I know the Eagles won what like five or six years ago, but yeah. it sounds like because I'm I'm in the Chicago area when when the Cubs won the when Super the Cubs Bowl won. and like. Or not when, the Super Bowl. I'm a fucking yeah. idiot. World the, the, um, the World Series. I was listening. So when the, that was really like quick, when insane. the Cubs won the World Series, I had just moved back to Washington from um, from Missouri, 
and yeah. uh, my girlfriend at the time and I were listening to like what what was it like police radios that were like publicly broadcast and it was like uh, 10 4 10 4 we got two men rocking a, a light post down and like all this shit it was so <laughs> fucking funny that's awesome it was, it was hilarious yeah yeah, yeah. No, when, when the Cubs won, it was just, like, insane energy. Like, it was so awesome. So it sounds like that's what you're going to experience in, in Again, Philly. Again, immaculate Whack. vibes. Um, immaculate, yeah. 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 To be clear, Penn State report is Eagles fans are always fun and kind of gross, but in a good yes. way, kind of like a dive bar. Uh, Steelers <laughs> fans are like the wrong kind of dive bar. Yes, yes. Like, you yes. go in and it's, you it's not... It, like, you can't the, deal with those people. The grossness is not cute. Sorry. The, the floor is sticky. Everyone's angry. <laughs> it, like some, everyone says it's good, but when you really look, it never feels satisfying. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, the Steelers. I can't with the Steelers. No, nope. with their fans. Uh, I Ed, mean, Ed, who do you got? So this is yeah, the thing. Yeah, what do we got? What surprises me about Philadelphia fans? I believe that Philadelphia fans do have one problem. That's you've lost your soul. So ever since uh-huh. the World Series. It's as if the spirit of Philadelphia has started to forget its roots of starting the car in the garage the moment a bad play happens. <laughs> That's a kind of a riff that on a David true. Roth tweet where no one expected them to get to the World Series, the, the Phillies, and Philadelphia fans have been saying up until recently, starting my car in the garage every game. But it really is. That's what shocks me. Because if they were playing anyone else, I'd have had the Eagles for sure. Even the 49ers. I believe the Eagles were capable of beating the 49ers before all of them died. But (laughs) of all of the actual teams out there, the Chiefs are absolutely the ones that can come back. There is something unkillable about them. Now, up until last year, where, I mean, when, what was it? Fuck, I don't even remember the Super Bowl. Whenever they were, I think they were in the Super Bowl last year. Was the Buccaneers one? No, that was uh, two years ago. I lost a year here and there. So the concussions you get, you get the concussions with the players at the Raider games. (laughs) But nevertheless, like, Mahomes is incredible. He is genuinely, he is, I don't know if I feel the same about many other quarterbacks in the league, including Jalen. Jalen Hurts, however, has massively improved, but Mahomes can keep fucking playing. He could outlast the Eagles defense, but the Eagles defense could also outlast him. Like, I think the Eagles win, but I, I'm also like really hesitant to say that just because the Chiefs, if the Chiefs are the underdogs here, I genuinely think that that is, that's going to work against. Listen, here, they here's love it. Here's my take. Okay. The Eagles' defense is so fucking nasty. That front oh, four yeah. is fucking insane. Uh, but Patty gets away from win. that though. He like that's the thing. Patrick Patty Mahomes, dude, he has Mahomes magic. I hate. Yeah, I don't he does, like and he's Mahomes. a mobile quarterback, so he's naturally going to work against a. a How many legs does he have right, right now? now? He's technically injured. Sure, but, but. do you think that's going to actually? You also that is very much Eagles level cope. Oh, yeah. he's injured. We'll be fine. Yeah. Nah, false. That's the thing. Yeah, Tom Patrick Brady Mahomes missed the practice. Is, wink. He's he he, dude. Patrick Mahomes destroys more dreams than probably any other quarterback. I, I don't like him as a person. I can't stand the, the Chiefs. I the want the Eagles, Eagles to win, so but fun, I'm, just used to, I'm used to being disappointed by Patrick Mahomes. So I don't know. But the Eagles are so much fun. Like They're I can't so, hate this so team. Fun. There's so much. The last time you guys won was not fun at all. I fucking hated it. It felt like I watching like, a CBS know, so drama. 
It the was, last time, the last time the Eagles won, I wasn't living in Philly. Um, I was living in the Eastern Shore of Maryland, which is a cursed location mm -hmm. that uh, basically <laughs> yep. is a is an Elden Ring uh, uh, realm. But it's, um, yeah, I was I was working at a casino w during the game, uh, oh, and I worked yeah. in the I worked in the vault at the casino. So I was in just a blank room with no windows and uh, could just hear the cheers as the game was going on. Uh, I was not allowed to have my phone in that room, so I could not follow the game at all mm. other than by the people screaming in the lobby. But, so um, but to, to be clear, though, no. that team was also quite boring to watch. This is the single most fun football team I've watched in quite some time. There's it's nothing a, more fun mobile. than a team with a great front four. But also, you've got a mobile quarterback. You've got an yeah. insanely good slot receiver in uh, was it Devonta Smith. Is that his name? I, I, I should remember that one. The Heisman winner. But also AJ Brown, who's like kind of a deep guy, but also a really good slot. So you've just got the and Jalen Hurts is so mobile and everything's fun. It's fucking fun. It's You're a. Fun, it's going to be about the defense, which is the most fun part about that. Which, but yeah, that's the Kelsey. Thing. Well, Kelsey's the center, isn't he? Yeah. The oh, is he? I don't know shit. Yeah, I'm he's sorry. the center. Okay, so not on the. No, I just play a lot sorry. of Madden. That's the only reason I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I like him because he's a big boy, and uh, oh, and two brothers are playing against each other. So we have the two brother black bowl. quarterbacks and two brothers. And they have an incredible oh, podcast where they keep bringing their parents on. And <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, like, is this real? Yes. It, they have their, they oh had their mum on, and every time it's like a clip of her <laughs> insulting one of them, like very lightly. <laughs> and the most recent clip they posted was them talking to their dad, and I think it's like Jason Kelsey's the more mouthy one, the one who plays in the Eagles, the center, and he's like, "Dad, why? What? Who? What is Kels or Kelsey?" And it turns out that his dad, his second name isn't Kelsey; it's Kels. But he was just like, "Well, you know." <laughs> People just kept getting it wrong, so I didn't feel like correcting them. And he's like, wait, you changed our name? Why does mom call us this? He goes, well, your mother got it wrong too. So the reason they are called the Kelseys is because their dad was lazy. <laughs> it's such True a great podcast. Moment. Oh yeah, it really that is just is two giant rocks. men. And I must add, because I won't shut up and I will now, that up until this year, I had never thought of those two as brothers. Despite them like having the single most like obvious eyes of ever to any two related people, <laughs> and I texted my friend John at fans since so now I'm like, oh the Kelsey brothers related. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I ho I no. And he's like, oh, okay, well they are related. Here's a picture of them together, and they look the same. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess they do. I'm like, he's like, great. That's so funny. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, Kelsey, so I got, do before. Yeah. Oh man. Um, let me let me start off by saying, I'm thinking uh, final score is going to be 27 to 24. Uh, I think if you're going to be Ooh, doing a score prediction, yeah, I think if you're going to do betting, that you should bet yeah, yeah, Kansas yeah. City to win the first half. Mm -hmm. But I think you should bet on the Eagles to win the game overall. So you need a um, third. You need a part. You, you need to do a parlay here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's basically, I, I just think that the Chiefs are going to come out. They're going to come out hot. I think Mahomes is going to be mm -hmm. firing on all cylinders. But uh, as much as people will say that the Eagles defense hasn't faced any real quarterbacks, I view it as the Eagles defense can just liquefy offensive lines. And yep, when, I, agree. I, I, I mean, I just think that uh, 
Uh, unfortunately for Mahomes, he's going to take like one bad hit and going to get kind of twisted up, and then he's going to start hopping around like he had to. And it's just they're going to go too high. They're going to uh, Cincinnati Bengals it uh, on him, and yeah. I, th I think that uh, that'll allow – Hurts and that offense, you know, obviously that Ed was mentioning, they're just going to be able to play possession in the second half and yeah, grind yeah. out two long TD runs, and then oh no, the game is over because uh, like Andy Reid. Good take, man. I, I'm just saying, like if you're relying on Andy Reid in a close game in a tight fourth quarter to have good clock management, like there's a reason <laughs> Philly got rid of him. So, <laughs> um, okay, so here's the uh, here's the um, here's the parlay. Um, Chiefs to be ahead in the first half. Mm -hmm. Eagles to be to win the game. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes take the under on his passing yards. Yes, absolutely. And then probably uh, take I the over on Philly sacks. Whatever that's what I was that gonna is. say. Over on the sacks was where I was going. But yeah, either one. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm taking. So I have a lot of. Uh, I have a lot of uh, Super Bowl bets in, but they're pretty Hell small. Yeah. A lot of them are like long shots but like most of them includes Jalen Hurts uh taking the over on Jalen Hurts uh passing yards and the under on Patrick Mahomes passing yards because I just don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to pass that much yeah I mean I think that the Chiefs are going to try and find a way to get real cute with it I mean let's not forget that they were the team that was trying to do ring around the rosy Right before uh, getting a playoff, we we remember that with uh, the, then they got caught with the false start penalty and then. Wait, can can you explain? What do you mean ring around the rosy? They were doing <laughs> <a> <laughs> together. So, do so literally, literally, what it sounds like. So you know how they before a, a football play like happens, fucking assholes in front of my Raiders. Have I not suffered <laughs> enough? Always, every Sunday, I'm punished. <laughs> Sorry. Go right ahead. No, you're good. Someone else explain this insult. Kelton. Oh, no, no, it's fine. So uh, basically, well, whereas most football teams will do a huddle and then they'll go to the line and then form their formation, they'll get set, and then the play will start when the ball is hiked. What they did is after they got the play call, they then started twirling around in a circle and then like – like shooting sparks, the players started to dissipate into their selected positions, and yeah. then they hiked the ball in a fluid state of motion to then uh, – I mean, the strategy, in addition to just being cutesy, was to try and catch the, the defense uh, off balance so that way then they wouldn't know if it was coverage or man. They, they wouldn't be able to get things uh, set up in time with the middle linebacker who's all biked up to get uh, advisement from the coordinator. But uh, no one was properly, or I'm sorry, they didn't have enough guys properly set, and so they ended up getting a false start play. Um, I, I mentioned that because they were also the team that I believe it was two minutes and 38 seconds left in the AFC championship game um, where they were ahead of the Bengals that they decided to do three straight pass plays and then give the ball back to Joe Burrow with the two-minute warning. Like, th that that was a critical error that I – I mean, I was rooting for Cincinnati that entire game. But I, I think that those kind of mistakes are going to kill the Chiefs uh, against the Eagles because, I mean, this Eagles team, that like, they know how to grind it, unlike uh, uh, any opponent, I think – 
the Chiefs have had. I mean, Bengals aired out the the Jaguars before them aired it out. I mean, it, it just it's a different style of play. Completely yeah. agree. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear. Uh, I'm glad to hear such a such a knowledgeable champion in our corner. Um, <laughs> and I, I I said that I'm like not a real Eagles fan, just so as to not steal valor, because uh, I don't really post about sports anyway. And Eagles fans are very excited, but I do plan to steal valor when I walk down Broad Street and. And sc- and scream it at anybody Listen, anybody once in a Chiefs you win the Super Bowl, jersey. You're allowed to talk shit. Mm-hmm. So there is a bar. You got there the is a Gary bar in, pass. <laughs> there is a bar in South Philly that um, that is a Kansas City Chiefs bar. This happens in cities sometimes, where it's yeah, like a yeah. guy from another city just opens up the like themed bar. It's a big like it's a staple of South Philly is the Kansas City Chiefs bar. And for most of its o- time being opened, it hasn't really nobody cares. Um, they're in opposite conferences, and uh, that, that dude is just about to cash in the fattest insurance check known to mankind. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is stocking up on the most expensive alcohols <laughs> right now. Like, oh no, oh please, no, <laughs> nobody take this. I can't believe that CNN or somebody hasn't like um, hasn't like uh, interviewed that guy as like a little puff piece for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am very curious what what's gonna go on at that bar. I kind of thought about going there for the Super Bowl, but like somebody could like literally blow it up. I, <laughs> I mean, mean I, like <laughs> I think even if you're a Philadelphia resident, if you're wearing a Phillies jersey because it, it's red, red and white, you know, right. Chiefs yeah. colors, like you could still catch some strays. And uh, depending on where yeah. you are, if you're wearing like a Brian Westbrook jersey. <laughs> that may be considered allegiance to Andy Reid. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw after the 49ers game, I saw uh, when I was walking down Broad Street, I saw some like teenagers just like yelling at this group of people in 49ers jerseys. Just like, look at him. He walking fast as shit. He walking fast as shit. He don't want to talk to us. Hey, hey, hey. How about them 49ers, motherfucker? <laughs> the, the thing that made the Eagles beating the 49ers so great was that Philadelphia fans are just as abrasive to other fans as they are to the star players on yes. the yes. teams. Like, well, that, that is awesome. That is what Ed said earlier, is that the that that hasn't been a feature of Philly fans. If we lose the Super Bowl, it's going to be so fucking feral. There will be the, the cars will be started once again in Philadelphia sports. I think there's a bit of a chip on our shoulder where I think the Flyers are playoff bound. Uh, the the Phillies shocked everybody with like an amazing second half of the baseball season. And now uh, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. It, <laughs> if they lose, I feel like. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I... Okay, so I've never watched a full football game or more than an hour at a time of a football uh-huh. game in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But if the Eagles lose, I feel like I'm going to be depressed. I'm going to need to go to like, therapy. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, this is going to affect me. Yeah, the, exactly. The, the other issue... Everyone. You well, can become an honor... honor what's it? Honorable? I don't know. Honorary. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Eagles fan or Phillies fan. As long as you pledge complete allegiance... Yeah, we don't really require. Uh, I played Phillies fan do not require. They do not require like a purity test. They're not like. <laughs> There's oh, no well, proof of residency the- paperwork. Yes. Is there no, yingling no, in this no. cup? <laughs> I mean, the, um, the, the other thing that I'm worried about is if Mahomes gets a second Super Bowl, 
we are going to uh-huh. you know fire up the goat conversation yet again for uh-huh. for this man um but because it'll be what two super bowls in three years and then five straight afc championship games like that's already a hall of fame career at that point and so like Why in don't terms we of like th- those Mahomes, counting stats is he a bad person i know his brother's a little no he, he, he's he's a country nerd if like Russ is a book nerd. Mahomes is just a country nerd. Okay, I mean, and he's light skinned, so that's a big. That's going to be a big uh, oh. thing against him. I oh. mean, listen, Mahomes uh, <laughs> was oh. a uh, a quarterback who went to Texas <laughs> Tech, and Jalen Hurts is from Channel View, Texas. So, like, e- either one wins. Texas is going to lay Texas its claim um, to being like we always my, believed my in you. Football, um, my football team lost to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking like yeah. We, Jesus Christ! Join the join the Eagles. You went to Penn State. You're you're practically. Oh no! I could I could, well, I could switch teams in two minutes, and I have the enough guys who would back me. And allow me. I would back you. I, I fucking had a girlfriend in Central PA. I had a long distance relationship with a girl in Central PA while I lived in London. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I've invested more in Pennsylvania than most. <laughs> most did she have the accent? Was that? Did she have the Central PA? Did she have the Central PA accent? She had an accent. Yeah. I, I don't really know. I was like 19 at the time. It wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like I was creating memories yet. That's fine. <laughs> how okay? How old are you, Ed? I'm 36. You're like, okay. I was gonna say like 32. Yeah, that was my guess. Enough. Yeah. And and I've aged like fine wine into, into this guy <laughs> so who talks about asking. football angrily and not soccer, <laughs> a sport I hate. I feel. I, I feel like when you get to your like 30s, that's just one of the things you do. You just talk about football. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's just what. Yeah, it's a really good. Do. It's a really good way into a conversation with basically anyone. Um, yeah, it's replaced bowling leagues as like a, a hobby among <laughs> yeah. groups of men to stay in contact with each other on a similar, like a semi-regular basis that doesn't like devolve into an armed militia group in some capacity. <laughs> yeah, when I stop watching. Yeah, when I. When I stopped yeah, watching, uh, when I stopped watching football, uh, I also quit my fantasy football league with my family. Wow! Uh, <laughs> so, wow. Uh, at which has the league is like completely disbanded in the time since I left. And you so, were like, the I glue holding the them glue. together. <laughs> I guess so. I, 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 so I just have like uncles and cousins. I've literally not talked to since I stopped watching football. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Football is the fabric of humanity in America. It really well, is. Well, I mean, yeah. the NFL has uh, listen. Like, I am not going to delve into my own past, but like talking about like how football has blended into this like American psyche of the concept of manifest <laughs> destiny, as well as like yeah. emerging at just the time <laughs> of mass communication and mass media being a sport that was then built for television broadcast as opposed to radio, um, and then yielded yeah. itself in such a consumable way where then it's once a week for a period of time whereas like baseball and uh, basketball are longer seasons but it's less episodic I mean the NFL is yeah. built to be a drug consumed by American society <laughs> specifically yeah, yeah. the uh, this is a line Actually, I think it's a sport. Film. 
<laughs> this is a line stolen from the Will Smith film uh, uh, Concussion, but uh, <laughs> one of the executives or lawyers or something said in that movie that uh, uh, the NFL owns a day of the week, and it is a day that used to belong to God. <laughs> That's yeah. right, baby. That's real, though. That's the so NFL real. killed God. Now, well, now yeah. it's like, <laughs> well, I mean, like, like the sport of death. And, and legitimately, like, there is a season in which Texas is controlled almost entirely by football. Like, Jennifer, I just want to give you the idea of what it's like in Texas here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and start with uh, Sunday, you know, the Lord's Day. So that's NFL football. <laughs> then you have Monday night football. Then you have a Tuesday recap of what happened over the weekend and on Monday with people. Wednesday, you're getting ready then for Thursday night football, which takes place. And then Friday is Friday Night Lights High School football, where you get to bitch about whatever local yokel team beat your local yokel team. And then you get to reminisce about the good old days, like back when you were hot and popular, uh, when your college team loses to a different college team on Saturdays. And then it's back to Sunday again. Like it's it literally the only non-football day is Wednesday, and they have been piloting NFL games on Wednesdays. That, that's absolutely <laughs> right. Oh no! Every day, every day is going to be owned by. It used soon. to be. Every it used to day. be that there was like no NFL games on Saturday. That's out the fucking window. There are NFL games on <laughs> yeah, Saturday. Yeah, they do playoffs. So disorienting. Literally, the only reason the NFL doesn't have games happen on Saturday is because they are barred from airing football on Saturdays while the college football uh, season is going. Yeah. You know yeah, how disorienting <laughs> it was having NFL games on Saturdays. You wake up hungover on a Saturday, you turn on the TV and there's fucking football. You're just like, <laughs> shit, did I sleep through the entire day? I mean, the international <laughs> games really fucked me up because oh, I'm God. just like, what do you mean it's the third what? quarter? Oh, uh, what? It's Seahawks nine in the morning. Checking all the clocks in my house. It's 6.30 in the fucking morning for me. I wasn't going to watch that. <laughs> Fuck off. It's still early for me in the East Coast. It's still like yeah, yeah. six-hour time difference in, in London. So, <laughs> oh, and, they're, and they're definitely going to put a team in London also. Oh, they have God, why? Go Jaguars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a <laughs> miserable... <laughs> can you imagine a British NFL fan? Fuck it. Look, me, but dumber or smarter is not a great option here. Bunch of fucking... <laughs> like the guys from that fucking... Um, Day in the life of a Brexit geezer. That's who you're going to get at NFL games. <laughs> you're going to have some fucking chump. Oh, like, oh, I know you're mad, Ed. I know you're mad, but uh, if that happens, it's going to be so fucking funny. Yeah, how I do you mean, think I'm going to fucking rule the world? I'm going to start I, I, a British NFL channel the day that gets announced <laughs> to try and capture as much. I'm going to be like a Nick Adams character. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you could pull it off. I believe in you. Everyone Friend of the podcast, Nick Adams. <laughs> I would love to get him on uh, and just open talk invite, to him. Open invite to Nick Adams. <laughs> I don't think he's a sports guy. I think he's one of those guys who says that, like, watching sports. Is no, no, no. He loves Tom Brady. He also made several football oh. picks this year, which uh, none of which went. I think all of them were Let's wrong. Go. Like, he, he was like, hey, let, me, let me just check this. I feel like he was like, the 49ers are going to win as Americans football Did, team. Didn't he, he like, release like a draft guide or something? I, I <laughs> vaguely remember. He did. Oh. And it was like Tim Tebow was number two or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yes, official fantasy <laughs> draft guide. 
Quarterbacks, number he's one, a- Kirk Cousins. Number two, Carson <laughs> Wentz. I think he's doing kayfabe. He's definitely uh, I do too. Kayfabe. I do too. Absolutely Juniper thinks it's it. real. Juniper is Juniper is fully convinced that he's doing he's being real. But I, I, so I don't wait, know. no, no, no. Let me let me clarify. Let me clarify. I think okay, it's please. real, but it's also it, it's real, but it's also not. Okay, like uh, part of it is yeah. he, if he actually believes like the, the core values of what he's saying, like the core conservative values. But I think he's hamming it up a little bit yeah. as like a clickbait sort of like reasonable. bit. I think hey, that's reasonable. Uh, yeah. his top three wide receivers: Cooper mm. Cup. Hunter mm-hmm. Renfro, uh, Adam Thielen. A little, little, little something in common. What's, what's going on there? <laughs> hmm. Slot receivers. Uh, yeah, and Tim it. and Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow, uh, who does not oh, not only does he not play <laughs> football, he has played baseball since he left the NFL. He played. Wait, for the really? He's a, yeah, and someone did a fascinating video now? saying whether Tim Tebow or Michael Jordan was the better baseball player. Oh. And it turns out that they were actually <laughs> oh. dr- remarkably similar. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, yeah, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow left. He uh, went to play for the Mets. Uh, I don't think he even no, made it to like regular double, season before they He was they double got A. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was I, I know about Tim Tebow. I know about Tim Tebow. He was controversial for a while. He was. Yeah, because he believes yeah. in God. And America. <laughs> well, unfortunately, he's also like one of the true believers. That's what's terrifying yes, to me that's, about yeah. Tim Tebow. Like, he, he's like the people that like Mormons would lead conquest in 150 years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah. If he'd have brought a sword out at a game. Oh, it would have been over. Uh, Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, people would have followed into the gates of hell and back. Um, (laughs) Sorry. It's also (laughs) fucking terrible. But anyway. (laughs) Uh, The Washington football team, um, (laughs) he uses the the R word uh, as the number one ranked defense in his article for anyone (laughs) wondering at home how how that turned out (laughs) instead. He's gone. Yeah, he just wanted to say it. (laughs) <laughs> okay. He's well, behind the shed. Do we have any final thoughts about the Super Bowl? Any crazy things that we think might happen? Any any prop bets you want to get out there um, in terms of uh, uh, wacky things that might happen? I have a $1 bet that there will somebody will score points in the first one minute of playtime. Um, that one. That's a fun one. That Kick that one dollar bet will win me $92 if it if it hits. Money if somebody runs back or something. So, you guys, any fun things you guys think could uh, could happen? Maybe something with the uh, with the Rihanna halftime show. Are, are we are we supposed to like give like real world? Uh, yeah, you can do whatever advice? you want. Okay. you can do whatever okay. you want. Okay, all right. Because I was gonna say like real world bets. I mean, anything involving special teams or safety or defensive touchdowns. Those are always incredibly cheap and mm-hmm. long, and you can always get that relatively easily. The most fun one for me. Like hands down is betting on the coin toss because you know just heads or tails uh, get your day started yep. off right, and then national anthem that's that's always the the best uh, over yeah. under total number of seconds. Well, which one? They always do America, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, I, I I do also have a bet that Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey both score a su- uh, touchdown. Um, <laughs> what? what yeah, you're not winning that one, man. Which no. if you don't if you don't know, Jason Kelsey does not play a position that scores points. That, so no, no, there is a way it could happen. It would have there to be a, a like a fumble Boston recovery. Scott fumble up yep. the middle. 
I, yep. Imagine, <laughs> imagine uh, just how out there whack would be uh, if you know it, it's twenty, it's twenty four to zero, last second play. You know, Travis Kelsey's <laughs> already gotten a touchdown. They're just doing the lateral move, and it's in Jason Kelsey's hands, and he's rumbling <laughs> and he's running from the twenty five. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm gonna make a bet right now. I'm gonna make a bet. Please, Who, you guys, you have to help me. Who's the worst player? on either team like who's the absolute just fucking dog those kind of questions who's are really worst? hard to answer because it's technically just like the fourth string safety or something like that but oh, I see. But okay yeah yeah um, okay so so my bet was going to be the worst player on the team that loses makes the first touchdown or like the first like a major play oh yeah it's gonna like be like no one just gray like dog goes shit. for two touchdowns Pez, or something Pez watkins maybe <laughs> yeah yeah that's another great one Sure, I'll bet on that that person. I don't know who it is, but they're going to be instrumental in the first touchdown. It's hard to say with the Chiefs <laughs> right now because half their team got injured. Well, what? And well, <laughs> whack, whack. Uh, what was that? Uh, the Philly special. What was um, uh, that? That guy's name that threw it to Foles. Do you remember? Um, that was so long ago. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I I'm, literally I'm just watched this I don't too. remember. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I, I believe didn't watch it was that game. Yeah, Trey Burton threw a touchdown to Nick Foles, I believe. And so, like, okay. Trey Burton was like the backup tight end at that time. And so, uh, and he had played like quarterback in college or something like that. Right? Exactly, and, exactly. So, yeah. like, a fluke play like that. So, Jennifer, that's like who you would want to place like a novelty bet on, something like that, of like a <laughs> okay. backup position. Who, that a backup guy is guy. going to throw a touchdown pass to the quarterback. <laughs> that's my guy. That's what I'm on. I'll, I'll pay you. If that doesn't happen, I'll pay you out, You guys all one dollar. I mean, you guys it doesn't Philly, are they obligated to do the Philly special like at least once <laughs> in no. the that Super Bowl? That would be pretty cool. I wish like they a, were. Like though. a super villain, super villain calling card thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like an anime, anime villain thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you forgot about my secret my moves. <laughs> no. I mean, Philly would start rioting then. I think. Oh that yeah. <laughs> like, I would. Well, I would burn my own house down. I wouldn't know what else exactly. to do. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, I, department <laughs> takes the night off. It's not enough water. I, I just feel like it's an illness. The, you know, all of those are more fun than what I feel like will be the reality of where like the Chiefs are up like twenty-one to thirteen at yeah. the half. And then, you know, again, like Philly gets the ball. They do a long drive. They score. Chiefs kick a field goal. And then Philly does another long drive and wins it all. Like, I, I feel like all of right. the things that we're pitching are way more fun. So also, I want that to exist. Also, the, well, the, the, yeah, the Kansas the, defense has been fucking terrible all year. Yeah. The like, fact is that, like, the, they, the they let the is not Houston typically, Texans like, score 24 points. That's right. We took him to OT <laughs> until Jarek McKinnon ran for thirty yards and destroyed us. God, God, I hate it. Traditionally, traditionally, the Super Bowl isn't a very good game. It's usually a blowout, which is kind of what I think is going to happen. Really? I mean, if you want to throw the rumor about why the NFL may not be again not scripted but encouraged to uh, have closer Super Bowls, I think it's because. 200 million people watch the game and they want to keep, right. keep those eyeballs. Right. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. Um, obviously, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. But 
Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just cracking up because uh, like I'm speaking like a Philadelphia winning 51 to four because Chad Henney <laughs> has to take over because Patrick Mahomes' knee explodes on the second play or something. Like. <laughs> you're also like not you're forgetting the chance of the Eagles doing exactly what they have done many times before, where Jalen Hurts runs goes and make like makes an unnecessary three yard pass and like tears his ACL immediately. Oh you God, realize please that no. is a very Philadelphia. It's possible, but it is also possible. It is also possible that that happens. And then the Eagles still win. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> God, oh. God no, no. Cause hold on. The, the backup is Gardner Minshew, isn't it? Oh, for yeah. the, the uh, Eagles. Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Minshew leads the Eagles. Another white guy, quote unquote, gritty QB. That's a big <laughs> fat, like, turd looking mustache. Yep. <laughs> he lived in a bus in the last offseason. I love that. Man, that's the most Philadelphia thing. <laughs> I mean, that guy has to win now. He's, I didn't know he's, he lived in the, the bus. He's the most adorable Florida man in real life Trump supporting guy, I think, that oh, the I, internet I, loves. I so. didn't even think of that, but yeah, of course he is. <laughs> but it, it, he just for like the meme campaign, you know, like not, yeah. not any policies or anything. He just <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really have those. <laughs> um so any uh we got the final predictions you guys want to plug your uh your various projects and goings on mm-hmm. ed please please go first okay so first of all i run a charity it's called the las vegas freighters please <laughs> give us money we need it so we can fire our coach now you can find me uh at ed zitron on twitter easy.substack.com for my newsletter if you need PR, easy PR. And there, that's really it. Just find me on the newsletter or Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time. I will fight you. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Kelton? Hey, uh, I host a podcast. That we're we're uh, a tabletop role-playing game podcast that dabbles into politics and pop culture stuff from time to time. It's called Psychic Dolphin Garage. You can find us on Twitter and TikTok at Dolphin Garage. Uh, and I, I, I promise to only retweet wholesome things and keep my personal opinions to myself because I, I don't want to uh, offend anyone else uh, on that level. So I'm plugging only the official channels this time around. And thank you so much to our listeners who are um, hearing this because they are Patreon subscribers. You are the life's blood, the wind beneath my wings, and uh, the reason I get up and, and teach high school every morning. Um, and you can find me at Wack Nicholson on Twitter. You can find Juniper at J-U-N-L-P-E-R and Bird at Bird Respector. Awesome. That was, that was fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> I had a good time. So, I'm so sorry. I feel like I went berserk. Mm-hmm.